another edition of Meet the Metapreneur. Earlier this week, I met Erin Grover at a Web3 conference in Dubai, and I invited her to join us on this show. Welcome to this broadcast, Erin. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, it's my pleasure. And uh, I would like you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Yeah, so uh, long story short, my work started abroad uh, with the UN and different NGOs in my 20s, um, working in places like Afghanistan, um, India, Nepal, Cambodia. And then I just got burnt out from living in all these places, especially the war zones. <laughs> so um, I eventually transitioned into cryptocurrency with asset management. Um, I worked in the crypto fund space, and then I've been exploring uh, supply chain on blockchain and carbon on blockchain. So right now my number one focus is uh, blockchain native carbon credits. Oh, great. Uh, I, I know that in our last conversation, uh, you mentioned about your passion for you know sustainability, being a crusader for fighting for climate change issues. Can you update me on this? What got you into the space and where do you think technology is taking us? I have naturally always been fighting for sustainability since I was a child because I was raised by an activist family of many generations who caused a lot of change in Ireland actually. Um, but, uh, as far as getting into the carbon space, um, when I was doing research around blockchain supply chain and supporting farmers uh, with produce and, and their supply chains, I realized that carbon would become very important in the blockchain story because when you have these farmers using blockchain every day, you can collect data in new ways and you give them um, access in their hand to the blockchain. And now that carbon credits are moving to blockchain, it's getting easier and easier um, for farmers to, to monetize their own carbon credits. Right. I know you are heading out to uh, COP27 in Egypt. Uh, so uh, what is the program there? Can you uh, share with us some of the panels or topics that you'll be involved in? I, well, I'm, I'm mostly focused on uh, carbon, of course. Uh, but, you know, I, I have my industry pairs who will be showing up and, and different activists from around the world. And a lot of them are focused on carbon in different ways. Um, I mean, I know one woman who's showing up who works a lot with tribes in the rainforest of the Amazon and, you know, supporting them to hold on to their land and their forest is supporting the, um, the keeping of the carbon in the ground. So I have another friend who's going there's a plastics section at, at the COP. So he's doing recycling of plastic on blockchain and uh, I'll be attending those events with him. And you know, the, the, my second biggest concern right now is the oceans, um, which helps with the balance of carbon and, and the microplastics in the oceans right now are not helping with that. So that is another important initiative that we need to focus on. Uh, what is the advice you would give to leaders of organizations in this space? What do they need to do today to secure our tomorrow? Well, uh, it's really 
I know there are many companies and people who want to make a difference and then they invest in things that they think are real. Um, but the, one of the biggest problems is I find that people don't make their due diligence or they, um, they maybe they think they are, but they're not. And I think if you had more people understanding where they're really putting their money, um, then this has happened with carbon markets, for example, for the last three decades. If they really knew where it was going, then they'd make better decisions. So it's really about looking beyond the logo and the fancy website and, um, you know, whether your friends or you know another company investing in a certain uh, carbon product, right? You, you have to make your own due diligence. Um, that's a bit more challenging, but, but there are ways and people to help you. And um, I was recently talking about uh, chain analysis and how they can uh, provide auditing services for what is actually on chain. And I'm actually suggesting to people um, now moving forward, like if you really want to know what's going on with the blockchain and if it matches to what the company is doing, start with looking at auditing organizations and companies like Chainalysis. Right. And uh, do you agree that it's also about educating people, like getting people up to speed in terms of, you know, what they need to do uh, as individuals uh, to make a difference? Yes, for sure. And, and the problem is I think one person will feel like they can't make a difference, but they can. And if you have a bunch of people making differences in small ways, then that adds up collectively. Um, and then there's the education right now that really needs to get out there is that, you know, based on um, research and, and what scientists are saying, we have about three to five years to turn around in the carbon crisis. And if we don't, we are pretty much destined to to the end here so yeah that I just was just speaking with someone in America who's very intelligent and I said you know we have three to five years and he said no I, I didn't know that and that's something that's just not talked about so much in America from what I understand but um yeah maybe I'm just biased because I have a circle of very um smart uh, carbon experts around me so that could be my own bubble too yeah I was also reading um uh, I think online somewhere that the Gen Z, I think, can power this revolution. And, uh, you know, the youngsters need to get involved uh, in these conversations. And, uh, uh, you know, luckily for us, they have started asking the right questions, even in job interviews. Uh, you know, youngsters are asking uh, prospective employers, what are they doing on the HSE and sustainability front? So I think that's a good conversation to be having. And uh, in your opinion, uh, do you think uh, certain courses need to be implemented in schools, colleges, and universities as part of the curriculum to uh, you know, shape this conversation? Yes, I think it should be mandatory in every school right now. If, if, if health is mandatory for every school, you know, just basics in health, uh, you know, the basics of environmentalism should be required as well because if it's not we're we're yeah we're headed towards a huge disaster so we need systemic education at this point all right and are there any resources you would like to point out for our audience who are interested in participating in programs that uh, you know um, can get them involved on a day-to-day -day basis are there some websites or resources 
that uh, you could direct them to? No, that's an interesting question. I don't have any resources as far as um, education um, and environmentalism and being an activist. I would just say that um, I, I know so many people, I should probably make my own website, but um, I would say that I'm always available on LinkedIn if people want to reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, there's actually lately the most amazing people I've found doing the real work has been through LinkedIn. If you figure out your search terms the right way, um, it, it, it's very easy. So it's, it's helped me in my own work. I, I've met, um, recently met someone who is um, an impact advisor to the British royal family just by surfing around and, and connecting with people on LinkedIn. And he's very intelligent and one of the world's leading uh, regenerative uh, agriculture experts. So you never know who you're going to find there. Right. Uh, actually, I uh, created a resource about uh, the environment some 15 years back when I read in the newspaper that UAE had the highest carbon footprint in the world. And that got me really thinking. So I created an initiative called Go Green, which uh -huh. is uh, online at go-green.ae. So okay. I would direct uh, you know, our audience uh, to that resource. We update it almost on a daily basis with uh, news stories about this space. And uh, we also run a Go Green Ambassadors program. So, uh, you know, people who are interested in joining this, uh, I won't say it's a movement, but it's a program, can uh, very easily join us by going to go-green.ae. It's a voluntary program. And mm -hmm. you can join some of our initiatives such as beach cleanups, uh, talking on Earth Day to schools, colleges, university students. So yeah, uh, we've kept that going. It's been 15 years. And I believe we have now more than 20,000 ambassadors part of this program in 60 plus countries. Oh, that's so, amazing. Uh, yeah, I would encourage, uh, you know, founders of businesses in the blockchain space, in the Web3 space to take the lead and devote uh, at least a couple of hours a week, uh, you know, on this front. So Erin, uh, before I let you go, some advice you would like to give to entrepreneurs, uh, you know, in, in the metaverse space, how they can probably build a platform in the metaverse uh, to create a movement of sorts. Mm. In the metaverse, you know, um, I haven't fully wrapped my head around it, but I think that having at least a meeting space in the metaverse for, for these movements would be exciting. Um, seeing like a sustainability kind of TED talk event in the metaverse would be really cool too. Um, that's, that's where I'm, I'm very interested, so. Yeah, actually, that's a great idea. And I'm going to uh, organize such an event. We have a community called Meta Shapers. And uh, we host once a month events in the metaverse. So uh, the next topic is going to be about climate change. And mm -hmm. I will definitely invite you to be one of the speakers there. But anyway, we are having our next webinar on 15th November. 
which is uh, climate solutions in Web3. And I know this was your idea and I'm happy to take it forward. We have two other panelists who are going to be joining us. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Uh, so thank you, Erin, for uh, joining me uh, today. And I'm sure we'll reach uh, more than 50,000 people in the next 48 hours by way of our network. And thank you. Uh, you know, small steps will uh, lead to giant results. So once again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you.